You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. everyone this is chris from the couch potatoes bringing you a special halloween episode i'm sitting here with my friend christy phillips hello everyone uh we have uh, decided to do another podcast uh, channel <laughs> about history and uh, i wanted to bring her in because we are big horror fans yes uh, extreme horror fans mm-hmm. uh to the point where it's it's a little fucked up <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite horror franchises, maybe television shows, and just see where it goes from here. Um, but to kick it off, uh, the new Hellraiser is coming out on Hulu on October 7th. Uh, I'm kind of excited about that because it's the female pinhead, which is more or less the main Cenobite mm-hmm. uh, that's in uh, The Hellbound Heart, a classic young adult novel. By Clark Barker, which and, should not be a young adult novel, but you know, it's hey, you put it in the library. Kids are going to read it. Yeah, but you one of them book burning motherfuckers, though. No, <laughs> no, I'm one of those people that when I hear a book is banned or being burned, I go buy it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole stack of them in my classroom for this yeah. very reason. But no, like Hellraiser was always the wildest fucking of all the series is the wildest mm-hmm. of all the franchises because uh, a lot of them are just hack and slash. You know, your Halloweens, your Fridays, your new nightmares and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Your Texas Chainsaws and stuff like it's always yeah. you know a realistic guy you could probably kill, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Hellraiser, though. Yeah. Yeah, going into it, uh, do you remember when you first saw Hellraiser? Oh, God. I was uh, 10. I was going to say, I was probably single digit. Mom might have waited until I was probably 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first movie, first horror movie I remember watching was Pet Cemetery at 3 or 4. Oof. <laughs> the, the 80s Pet Cemetery at 3 or 4. Whole thing. Uh, held nothing back mom mom didn't do that parent thing where they cover your eyes and leave the movie running she would do that with uh roadhouse and dirty dancing for the sex parts but no 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 we're not covering eyes in the horror movies no 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 we're, we're gonna talk we're gonna we're gonna show gage cutting that old man's leg mm-hmm. and we're gonna saw that bedridden old woman which you fucking hate by the way oh there's a little story to Christy that she told me that by a fucking mistake because she shouldn't have told me that. I, I, I will say it. I will put this out into the ether for the whole entire world. I am 36 years old. And Zelda, I still cannot look at her. I still can't do it. I, no? Uh-uh. Nope. And oh. I have to watch that movie in the daylight at mm-hmm. 36 years old. I can't watch it at night by myself. I will say there's only a, out of all the horror movies I've seen, there's one scene that just makes me like get a shiver down my spine. But it's nothing like I can't see it. It's the uh, scene where old boy gets to the end of the hall and the original Toby Hooper Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and that door slides open and you hear the crunch of his skull on that hammer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thunk. And I was just like, God damn. Like, they mm-hmm. put that mic right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, that, that's the only one. It doesn't bother me. It's just like sends a shiver down my spine. Just mm-hmm. someone cracking someone over the head with a meat hook, meat hammer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, that's a 
you go to the Hellraiser though, man. I remember watching Hellraiser on Sci-Fi for the first time. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they didn't really censor a lot of it because they didn't have to. Yeah. But uh, the only parts they censored was the girl fucking. Yeah. <laughs> the, the stepmom mm-hmm. who <laughs> was fucking around and Frank. <laughs> oh Frank, Uncle Frank, monster. <laughs> yes. And I remember, I remember uh, that what turned me on to it was uh, we had went to the mall in Hickory and the uh, Hot Topic. <laughs> no Spencer's it was Spencer's oh. Gifts had the toys the Hellraiser toys mm-hmm. and I remember like what the fuck this guy is like, like this one guy looks like Lord Zed from the Power Rangers with mm-hmm. no skin and it's just like this guy with the pins in his head I'm just like okay <laughs> I got let's just see what it's about and mm-hmm. I, it was on sci-fi around the Halloween time and I gotta watch it mm-hmm. and I'm just like fuck it I'm not gonna rent this I'm gonna see what it really is you know yeah and uh, I remember renting it uh, from Kathy's video and traveling <laughs> Uh, is, a, is basically living in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking it home and watching it. I'm just like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Kirsty Cotton. Yeah, poor girl. And like the, the practical effects on those movies were fucking fantastic in the early years. You oh, know? yeah. Like even the dad like cutting his hand open with the rusty nail, the, the rat that's nailed to the fucking floor, mm-hmm. uh, the body's dissolving. And Frank consuming, mm-hmm. like especially with a hand in the back of that dude's skull, <laughs> like it's just like God damn. And I can't think. It, it's always now it's a comedy to me mm-hmm. because of a YouTuber who did the review of it. <laughs> that was uh, the greatest thing in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, so there was a YouTuber. He's a he's a defunct channel now. It's, it's not a not around anymore. But he had done a reviews and stuff, and <laughs> he did a Children of the Corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple other really good RoboCop 2. Uh, but uh, the Hellraiser one was always fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he he said, here comes the Pleasure Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's all, I've always called them that now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's their name. <laughs> it's the fucking Pleasure Squad. But, uh, but no, the Hellraiser series is fantastic. It was just a, a puzzle box that brings these four dudes. Mm-hmm. And they're really... The book kind of doesn't say heaven or hell... But the movies do, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and you're a big Clive Barker fan. I am. Yeah, uh, the books of blood and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the series progressed, as the franchise progressed, they got worse and worse. Oh, God, yes. Uh, the second one, though, is actually a solid sequel. It is. With it, the doctor and like the Nazi motherfucker chaining motherfuckers to beds and shit. Yeah, it's very rare you'll hear me say that a sequel is on par with, with the, the first one yeah. but that one is I, it's it's the same but it's different enough mm-hmm. that it's worthy to be a sequel but it's also they stayed true enough mm. and there's that's that they do go a little bizarre in a couple areas even for the hellraiser series but they stayed with it enough to where you had your favorite characters that you're always rooting for and then you have these new people and you're like Okay, so how how are we gonna light this dumpster fire with these new people? And that was one of the things. Mom loves the second one more than she loves the first. Oh, well, the cool thing is, is Hellbound. It literally has the name of the book, mm-hmm. um, and the song Hellraisers in it. But obviously, <laughs> yes, of <laughs> course. Why they couldn't put it in the original, I do not know. Uh, the production actually behind those movies was really hard uh, because they had to leave a lot of stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're changing of the original protagonist to a male. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Bradley, who's always been big in the horror scene, mm-hmm. uh, but always, yes. always has Pinhead. Um, I think he's hasn't played Pinhead in only one movie. Uh, from what I understand, that other movie was fucking garbage. It was. Uh, I have seen them. Granted, 
after three, I think I, I think I could just take it or leave it. Because <laughs> yeah. that three, uh, fun fact, is actually filmed here in North Carolina. Hmm. It's filmed in Conover. No, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, that which is pretty cool. They're supposed to be in New York City, but it's actually in Conover. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So uh, that, that's fun fact. Uh, I remember some of the designs though were fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, the, like the originals where you had Pinhead, uh, Chatterbox, mm-hmm. uh, Trait Girl. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't have a name. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's just Trait Girl. Yeah. And uh, the, the the blob motherfucker. Yeah, with the I, eyes stitched shut. Yeah, that that was that was it. And I keep laughing every time I watch it because it's just Kirsty Cotton and, like, a whole analogy of Hillraiser is her just dialing the wrong phone number. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like, she keeps fucking with this box, and it's just like, they show up, and Pinhead's like, yo... Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, go ahead, hop on, let's go. And she's like, no, no, I didn't call you, blah, blah, blah. And like, she's like, Frank, no, he's, he's like, no, 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 no. Frank called us like three weeks ago. Yeah. We ripped that motherfucker to pieces. He, yeah. Nah. He's then, over there in the corner regret, regretting everything. And like the gall of fucking Kirsty Cotton. And like, no, you were wrong. You didn't kill him. And like, just pinheads look. And Trait Girl, I just love, is just like, what did you say, bitch? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, so, it's so many words. He's Excuse like, Excuse you very much. And then uh, they call, she calls him a second time. <laughs> she just, she, remember, she like chucks it out the fucking window, does a dive out the motherfucker at the house, and is found later on. And it's just like, bitch. <laughs> what did we say? Yes. And I like how like Trait Girl's like walking up the fucking stairs. It's like you dumb bitch. Because mm-hmm. she's the she hates the Kirsty God. <laughs> yes, yes she does. And uh, she's looking at her and it's just like bitch. We're tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. You got away with it a one in a million shot that we didn't rip you to pieces. Mm-hmm. But this time we're going to get. <laughs> And she just tells, no, no, Frank's alive. And it's like, I like Pinhead. Just like, who did this? And it's just a pile of viscera. Mm-hmm. And she's like, my Uncle Frank. He's like, nah, we, we got Frank. Did we get Frank? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we got Frank. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes a fucking high roller game. Because uh, her and old boy, the boyfriend. Oh, God. Are, are like in hell, <laughs> out of hell, in a hallway to hell. Yeah. And they had that weird fucking creature that had the two arms on the wall mm-hmm. that didn't kind of match the aesthetic or the vibe of yeah. Hellraiser. Not even remotely. Not even remotely. And then it just goes into the second movie. Like, it just picks right up. Mm-hmm. And it's the doctor, like, having this, uh, I think, what was, what was the deal with the girl? She was mute. He, uh, he had, uh, he had her to... She's a, she solved puzzles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she was, uh, that was what she was good at was solving puzzles. So, and... Apparently, he couldn't be bothered with trying to solve the puzzle box himself, so he had to get a professional to open it for him. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was one of the things I actually liked about the second movie is when she opens the box, Pinhead's like, you know, she she had no idea what she was doing. She's an innocent in this, and she didn't call us for and the Kirst- reasons and that Kirstie we... And Kirstie standing right there, and it's just like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're tired of your... Sh- I, like, I'm just like, if I was a guy, like, if the writing this in a practical way it's mm. like stop calling us <laughs> yeah like the song why are you so obsessed with me <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like and like Trent girls just walking up behind her and it's like oh you dumb bitch <laughs> yeah i finally get to kill her <laughs> i do like when they first meet kirsty cotton in the first movie fucking uh chatterbox puts his fingers in her mouth yeah and she's like oh shit <laughs> God damn, you guys are into some weird shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, but now the, the second one, you know, he, uh, the doctor becomes like an ultimate Cinnabite, mm-hmm. kind of, which is fucking wild. Oh, yeah. And 
Julia shows back up. <laughs> Frank shows back up. They have their skin ripped off by that time. They're just kind of husks of themselves and yeah. shit, which is it's pretty elaborate, you know, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was really good. Uh, I think Clive Barker kind of dipped out after that because some of the ideas, some of the different Cenobites that shown up at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the uh, twins who are conjoined at the head, mm-hmm. and a lot of it just came like came uh, started looking like uh, BDSM. Yeah, type stuff. It's yeah. just like, yeah, these guys are just into this weird sex shit. <laughs> yeah, like remember the guy who had CDs in his head? Yes. <laughs> God. Oh man, he was a future Cenobite. He was the shit. Oh lord. He keeps throwing you fucking back in black and ace of spades. <laughs> yeah, and in sync's uh, bye 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 album. <laughs> oh, man. hey, cut your grammar. Ah! Yes. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, now, uh, what's your? Um, now you're a big fan of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I am. Yeah. I've been I've been a Freddy fan since for as long as I can remember. It a lot of his problem with me was I grew up in a very sarcastic household, as you know. Mm-hmm. And what well, one of the funniest stories your mom told me was she just hid under your bed. <laughs> it's not. I mean, to me, that's hilarious. Child services would have had a field day with like a random Wednesday at yeah. my house, just for the fact that. My mom being a very tiny person, she's always been a very tiny person. And I would get up in the middle of the night, and the way the house was set up, my bedroom was right next to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I would get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom, come back, get back in the bed. And I had a life-size teddy bear for years. I stopped, put a stop to that. Is it one of those ones people could crawl in? No, it was was just big. (laughs) It was just full size, and it sat in the back corner. And his job was to protect me from my nightmares. That was his job. I get in the bed, I get comfortable, and start to go to sleep, and just start to nod off. And mom, I didn't know it at the time, I found out later, would reach around this bear and grab me and scare the crap out of me. And then when Charlie was uh, with us, we had bunk beds, and mom would get underneath the bunk beds. And since she was so small and it was a twin bed, she could reach up and reach around and grab us. And me and Charlie got to where we would pile, like, every toy, every book bag, every book, everything we could come up with on the bottom bunk, and we'd her both sleep on the top. <laughs> that way, because that way from mom. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, your mom is, uh, your mom is something special. Oh, yes, she is. She's a wonderful person, and she's a good mother, but... She's roughly about five foot one. 90 yeah. pounds thereabouts and decided to put her fucking hands on me <laughs> it's like one time i thought that was fucking hilarious she frisked you like a t like a tsa agent it was, was amazing like, what the fuck are you doing even your dad's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah dad's like i can't fight him yeah. <laughs> i don't want to fight him right yeah. now <laughs> but uh no we we love talking about harvey's with her and uh mm-hmm. I, I, I like nightmare on Elm street i wasn't it was cool because all the movies you know when you stack them up are just like more entertaining with the kills. Mm-hmm. The story is kind of shit. Oh yeah. But like after like the first, the second, and third one, the you know the third one is my favorite because it's Dream Warriors. Oh yeah. And I have the album. <laughs> it's also the cheesiest thing that's ever been invented. Oh man, no, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Welcome to prime time, bitch. It's fucking the best fucking line in horror. Yes. Yes. At least from Freddy's end. Mm-hmm. The second one's gay as shit. But like, yes. <laughs> Is yes. Oh yeah, but uh, the first one, Heather Langenkamp, Johnny Depp getting sucked into a fucking uh, bed and getting hurt. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 production on that, and John Saxon of all people was in it. Like it was the greatest like B list action horror guy who, who fought Bruce Lee. <laughs> I mean, he was made for that role. He really was. 
and he shows up quite a bit later on like mm-hmm. in the other ones uh i remember he fights the skeleton <laughs> remember <laughs> yes. he fought a skeleton a puppet skeleton yes i remember yeah. that one too yeah uh, that was the one with arquette uh patricia arquette i mm-hmm. think uh, dream warriors yeah and then uh then you had uh the new nightmare was actually pretty fascinating when it came out because mm-hmm. it had Robert England as Robert England. Yeah, but you saw some of the production designs of what they originally wanted—a more scarred-up Freddy, which they couldn't really do back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the full razored hand, because mm-hmm. like that one, um, they show what the razors were going to look like, and it looks more like the original poster. Because mm-hmm. like the original movie poster has a lot of weird shit on it mm-hmm. that it's not in the movie, but the uh, it, the I'm trying to remember her name. Heather Langenkamp plays Nancy. Nancy, in the original in the original uh, poster, it's a five bladed hand that goes across her face. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, the blades are different. Yeah, they don't look like steak knives or anything. They, yeah. These look like fucking claws. Mm-hmm. And you had like this weird demon looking thing in the corner. There was so much going on. It's a fucking badass drawn poster. You oh, know? it is. That, I will say that's a draw of a lot of horror movies is the posters because oh, yeah. they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite though going was fucking Friday the 13th. <laughs> that is my jam. Every fucking one of them are a gem. Even nine. Go to hell. <laughs> Oh, I know. I have to tell you every Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, got to. Got to. And it's just like some of the stuff, like it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah. But watching that growing up when you're a young kid and it just gets more elaborate. Like the fir- uh, the third one, because uh, uh, the story of Friday the 13th, the mom is the bad guy mm-hmm. in the first one. Freddy comes back in the second. And he kills the scream queen from the first one. Mm-hmm. Chops her fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, grabs his mom's skull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the third one, he gets the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one's one of my personal favorites just because of one of the funniest fucking kills. Uh, is Because uh, it's in 3D. Mm-hmm. And if you remember anything about... The, if anybody who's listening to this remembers anything about that movie, is uh, the way he approaches the house. <laughs> because there's, there's people living on the property and there's camp counselors. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow somehow the guy who had the mask is standing on a pier and takes a harpoon to the face and i'm just like that's one hell of a shot <laughs> like this guy like jason had to be in the fucking marines or some shit like yeah and i'm just like how the fuck do you do that with mm-hmm. a fucking shot like that and then like the Corey feldman one where mm-hmm. he's like a little kid and, uh, the chick, the preppy chick with the pearls around her neck, <laughs> Muffy or some shit, like some stupid name. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck are you afraid of? And Jason just kicks that fucking door open. Like, you're in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's such a fucking hilarious scene because that door just disappears. Like, mm-hmm. it just explodes. Yeah. And he just grabs this bitch and kills the shit out of her. Throws her through a window, I think. And then Crispin Glover. Oh, just cinematic got, gold. Just got laid. The poor fucking <laughs> son of a bitch just got laid. Did the fucking dance and everything. Mm-hmm. It was torn in twain. <laughs> Man, I'm just like, fucking Christ on the cross. Like, this is... He's doing the Lord's work, I will say that. He's doing good things. <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. At least he's fucking dope-smoking, you know, premarital sex, sex kids. Mm-hmm. They, need, they need to be reined in. <laughs> they need to be reined in. That's what horror movies are for. 
yeah and like what's really cool is uh was like we had no people people who listened to the show we did the whole uh horror movie trivia game mm-hmm. between me and david hammer and it was just like a knockdown track out when it came to some of these movies because mm-hmm. even uh, even us doing it's just like nah i don't think that's right like just, <laughs> like just questioning alex trebek you know, just, mm-hmm. that kind of thing uh but yeah friday the 13th is always a bit like even the remake or what we call supernatural special episode it was <laughs> uh it it was fun mm-hmm. it's a fun movie and I don't think it gets a, a lot of love just because it's basically one, two, and three put together. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but even going back to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, what do you think of that remake they did? That I, was that was rough. It was. It was very rough. I liked the remake. Um, the only problem that I have, I mean, they stuck to it really well. And they. one of the things that I was concerned about when I heard they were going to do it is... Were they going to approach Freddy as uh, Wes Craven originally wrote him as what he... A child molester. Yeah. And I'm like, they left that out of the original because I believe, I could be wrong if I am, I apologize. I believe at that time that had just, uh, uh, in the 80s when that had happened, that was when the the big scandal broke and it was the uh, mass hysteria of, you're going to know what I'm talking about, I can't think of what it's called, but it was the daycare people... Had, oh, uh, the satanic panic daycare people? Yeah, that thing had just happened. Mm-hmm. And so they had decided, well, you know, that's too far. Mm-hmm. So instead of making him a child molester, we'll just make him a murderer. Mm-hmm. And which, which is perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, it's perfectly fine. And what I thought was interesting about the original and the remake, when you have somebody like Robert England of the caliber of Robert England, he still had that air about him. Mm-hmm that that was always in the back of his mind from the way he reacted sometimes so like yeah he's very he comes off as a sexual predator yeah he does but he does it with the teenagers and i think that's what kind of throws it off a little bit yeah but the guy who came in for the revon yes they do a cool little they do a cool little thing about it which is no the parents killed an innocent man yeah and it it throws you off and it's just like oh fuck like is this why he's so mean and vicious? Because the Freddy in the new one is not funny. No, he's not funny. There's no sarcasm. They follow. They followed the trend of what remade horror movies are all about, which is just viciousness. Yeah. You know, your hills have eyes. Your your uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Last house with, on the left. Yeah, your Jessica <laughs> Biel. You know. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning with Jordana Brewster, where you don't see that fucking ending coming. Oh, I love that movie so much. I'm just like, God damn, he put a more comment fatality in the last five minutes, and mm-hmm. it's just like, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and like, going into that, because I, like, up until the, like, the last 15 minutes, you're like, the girl's kind of right. She's like, Did you kill an innocent man? Did you mob this dude and kill him and burn mm-hmm. him alive? And then they find that box. Yeah. And I'm just like, No. And this it's is the horror yeah. of these photos he had took. And it's just like, oh, no, you were justified being murdered, you piece of shit. Yeah, they need to do it again and again and, and again like, and like again. The, the, I did like the kind of revamp of the whole thing because mm-hmm. uh, the special effects weren't what they were. Yeah. But the CGI sleep scene in the school. Oh, yeah. And she just falls asleep and it's just like, oh, shit, it's Stranger Things. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 yes. It's fucking awesome. I mean, I mean, who hasn't done that? Who hasn't fell asleep in the middle of, uh, let me see because my nerd knowledge is going to come out. Who has not fallen asleep during Act 3 
of what I believe is Macbeth, because that's what the teacher's reading in the first one, I think, mm-hmm. which the English teacher and the English nerd in me mm-hmm. always did find it very interesting, because I'm like, what are they reading? I've got to hear what they're reading. Because it just sounds so creepy, and it is. Because, I mean, if it's Macbeth, of course it's creepy. But everybody's done that. You've all, We've all nodded off in class. I've never done that. What? No. Wow. I have nodded off I've in never, class. I've never fell asleep in class. Mm. I always, it, it's more of a paranoia thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, people will draw on you. <laughs> uh, I, I, used to, I used to flick people in the ear. <laughs> I was never quite to that point, but I, I would draw on my friends if they went to sleep, but <laughs> they did that to me too, so. Yeah. No, I never fell asleep in class. <laughs> I can say that. Uh, no, nah, that's just more paranoia on my end. I don't like to be touched when I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Now, the fucking Hail, uh, Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, these were kind of the big ones. Now, mm-hmm. Hellraiser didn't come out till like, the mid-'80s. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Friday the 13th, late-'70s, early-'80s. Because mm-hmm. you had, your, like, your Camp Bloods and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, slashers were really taking off in the late-'70s with stuff like The Town That Dreaded Sundown. hmm Which is like, oh, yeah, serial killers exist, guys. Just yeah. heads up. Yeah. Casey. Casey's been, you know, bebopping around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dahmer, you know, is kind of just doing his thing, getting mm. out of the army, trying to be a man. Ted Bunny's, you know, driving that Volkswagen state to state. Oh, bless. Doing stuff for the Republican Party. Oh. Reading from the good book. Mm. But uh, I remember the one, the one that's kind of like kind of out in the ether is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hmm. Because they do that bullshit. It's like based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> told by the survivor. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember the first time I watched that when I was little. It scared the crap out of me. But mostly because my mother, God bless her, took every opportunity that she could to scare the daylights out of me as a child. Mm. I remember the first time I watched it because you listened to that speech at the beginning. Where they're talking about it, if, if they would have known what horror befell them and all this kind of thing. Mm. And... It's based on it says based on true story, based on actual events. And I'm looking at my mom and I'm like, Oh my god, did this actually happen? And my mother, hand to God, she goes, Oh yeah. Sally Hardesty uh is in uh uh Broughton is actually one of the yeah. uh close hospitals here. She actually said that uh, Sally Hardesty was in Broughton and that you could go visit her and she would talk about it and about how uh it had been so horrible and she barely made it out alive <clears throat> and all this kind of stuff and I'm like <gasps> and of course as a little kid I'm sitting here hook, line, and sinker believing every single solitary thing that she's saying <laughs> then I get older and I'm like wait a minute it's only based on actual events because they ripped off Ed Gain Jeffrey Dahmer and all that kind of thing yeah well it wasn't <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer it was like Albert Fish mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey Dahmer hadn't been caught yet yeah uh, shout out to that new series I watched it that was the shit uh, it is not as bad as people say like <laughs> squeamish wise but I think I was just I'm not squeamish but uh, oh boy plays Dahmer to a T I, I started it and I, I wasn't in a good spot to watch it because mostly because I had just finished watching the new Gacy one <laughs> so I'm like Ooh, let's take a day oh man Jeffrey Dahmer man <laughs> if you can't beat him eat him oh god mm. make you some bakery fresh skin him and rolls where are my drums when I need them <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, I, lo- I love the Jeffrey Dahmer like jokes mm-hmm. they're too good they're too good <laughs> oh god 
and like uh but yeah ed gein and albert fish mm-hmm. and like albert fish is a fucking horror story oh, like you, you could tell that it, it seems like it's not real when people talk about the mm-hmm. child killer that is albert fish yeah and like all this stuff it's like it's like cropsy or you know just like the man with the hook mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like that guy's not real it's like, like the first whole season of supernatural yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out yeah he's fucking real and he's from hell yeah, yeah. uh I love the the play on a lot of the '80s horror movies, just slashers. Like mm-hmm. uh, a fun one is April Fool's Day. Oh God, I miss that. Because one. they're just trying to fuck this girl over the whole time. <laughs> yes. No, no, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she kills all of them. <laughs> Those are the ones I get crossed up because you have April Fool's Day and then you have Happy Birthday to Me. Happy Birthday to Me is real. Like the Happy Birthday <laughs> to Me. Like it, it, all right, so April Fool's Day is a trick. Mm. Happy Birthday to Me. Yeah, they're dying. <laughs> April Fool's Day is the one where they come out. Oh no, bitch! We were just kidding. Like, it's like we did uh, some murder scenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Not to ruin a moody movie from 1984 or anything, but yeah. Uh, but one that came out that they cannot remake. Uh oh. Let me guess. Go ahead. Sleepaway Camp. Yes. God damn it! They cannot oh. remake that movie because oh. holy shit! If oh. anybody gets a chance, anybody don't don't. Jo- Oh, if you get a chance, don't. <laughs> watch it until the last 10 minutes. Don't even watch that far. If but you it, make it through the opening credits, that's enough. You you have survived something if you make it through the opening credits. The killer is a young trans teen. <laughs> it is, who's suffering from a mental disorder. When you look back at it, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, oh my god. This is child abuse to a, a thousandth degree. And then you start going, well, no wonder the kid's a serial killer. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I but do no, love... No. <laughs> it has one of the funnier sequels, and one of the funnier scenes in that sequel is uh, Sleepaway Camp 3. It's a blonde girl, and she's been killing these people. She's There's a cabin in the middle of the woods away from the Sleepaway Camp. It's kind of like a defunct one. And the dead bodies are all sitting around in a circle. <laughs> She's got one whose head is inside of a busted-out television. <laughs> and she's got one that's, like, in a fishbowl. Oh, God. And she's sitting around talking to these people, like, Hey, guys, how's everybody doing? You guys ready for tonight? And she's just, like, talking to dead bodies. And I'm yeah. just like, that's one of the most visceral fucking horror scenes. And she's just, like, this cool valley girl, you know, just fucking bebopping with fucking suspenders on. She looks great. She looks like she's having a good time. The cover of the movie's fucking the most 80s fucking thing possible. She's mm. just... Just a smiling blonde girl who looks pretty good with fucking aviators on and uh, axe. Oh, God. And it's all hand-drawn, because that's how you make a fucking cover. Absolutely. That's how you do it. But uh, Sleepaway Camp was one of my fun ones. I, like, I have all those. And uh, me and you kind of get contentious on some horror movies, I know. Um, uh, what was that one? Not the one we went to the theaters and saw. Oh, God. I'm never going to leave that down. Puppet Master. I love Puppet Master. <gasps> me too. Because it has Nazis in it. <laughs> And they kill Nazis. <laughs> a Jewish man makes golem puppets who yes. kill Nazis. Yes. And then one is dressed like a Nazi. It's Inglorious Bastards before Inglorious yes. Bastards. <laughs> oh, Puppet Master is fantastic. It is. Uh, right up there with Piranha. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, like, some of the franchises, I think, that don't get a lot of love, because uh, they do do remakes of them at times, mm-hmm. and they still don't hit, is, like, the It's Alive franchise, <laughs> which is three movies. Uh and it's about killer babies. Mm-hmm. And then there's like an island of killer babies. Mm-hmm. And the third one, because they're all growing up. And they're all just like in these weird fucking like skin suits. Oh, God. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, 
what is like an obscure horror movie you think you could think of that is really just fantastic? Oh, you know what I'm going to say. Go ahead. Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. <laughs> Come on. What a soundtrack. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yes. Night of the Demons and uh, <laughs> Demons. Oh, Sergio yes. Argento's Demons. It's like, it, how many 20 to 30-year-olds can we get to play high school kids? And murder them. And murder them horribly. Well, the, the one... The, 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 as a guy, the best thing about Night of the Demons is on that quickly. <laughs> and the weird lipstick scene. <laughs> as a girl, that's the worst part of the movie because you're like, oh my God, how, why? As a guy, you're just like, yeah, you can make that happen. <laughs> That's a real thing, and I, I love the, actually. I actually like the final girl in that. Mm-hmm. And like she's fucking hilarious because it's just like, bitch, we're going to murder you. Like we're going to eat your soul. Yeah, and it's like a very, it's kind of like Evil Dead, yes. like style of storytelling. It's just like, oh no, these are demons, bitch. Like mm-hmm. this isn't the Exorcist. We're going to eat your soul. Yeah, and like you feel it bad for her because she's on the fucking roof, and it's just like, oh fuck, I'm in a tight spot. <laughs> did you watch the remake? No, I got I through. Let me see. I got through, I think, the first 10 minutes. And the only reason I got that far is because uh, Edward Furlong was in it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, mm-mm, no, I'm good. Mm-mm. Uh, demons, though. Demons was pretty cool because it was like a virus of demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, demons 2, though. <laughs> if you get a chance to watch Demons 2, fucking wild-ass movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a lot better than the first one, actually. It's, it's fucking wild. Uh, I recently watched one because uh, shout out to Paul uh, in our Discord who had uh, posted uh, some local theaters in Charlotte doing Halloween double features of old movies. Mm. And one of those was Chopping Mall. <gasps> oh my god. And I'm just like it's a robot! It's a fucking <laughs> robot that's killing people. It's, oh god. Damn, I gotta go see the theaters. Like, it's like $5 I think to go mm-hmm. see a double feature. I'm just oh like, nice. Oh, I'm, I'm planning on that shit because it all starts in October. Oh, this literally just came to me but I remember when uh, you were talking about Kathy's video. When I was little, mom worked at T-Town Video in, mm-hmm. in Troutman in Statesville. Uh, she ran five stores. And every time I would get sick at school, which was a lot because I hated school, yeah. um, I'd, she'd go pick me up and bring me to the store. And I'd get to lay in the floor behind the counter and watch movies all day. And one of my favorites to pull, I had two that I always watched horror movies. One was Pumpkinhead. The other was the mangler yeah because that's actually a harder one to find yeah and mom's always like why do you like this movie so much I'm like because it's freddy but it's not it's robert england but he's not freddy no he's robert england yeah. <laughs> it's, he's what i imagine robert england to be on his like regular day off yeah uh robert england is so many weird ones i remember when it was thousand psychos or some shit mm-hmm. that's a weird fucking movie mm-hmm town of thousand psychos or some shit and so yeah it's like every other horror movie it's a stupid fucking plot it's fucking hilarious cool death scenes mm-hmm. uh, i remember one of my favorite go-to's especially when it was on tv because we had sci-fi sci-fi was my channel mm-hmm. like other than like cartoon network and yeah. nickelodeon uh they would show the chucky movies <laughs> and this is before bride of chucky came out mm-hmm. it was one two and three three was my favorite yeah. Because it was kids with guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does the worst fucking thing you could do. He takes out the chalk rounds and puts real fucking bullets in it. And none of the kids are bothered to actually look at the gun. Mm-hmm. And they just fire fucking 308 rounds at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh shit, one kid gets blown the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the second one is uh, the one with the the sister. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Andy's got a stepsister. Yeah. An adopted stepsister who's fucking metal as shit. Mm-hmm. They're fighting in a toy factory. <laughs> uh, the Chucky series has kind of kind of got good and kind of got bad. Uh, now it's in the television series. Um, but uh, the last one I had saw is when uh, Andy came back. Mm-hmm. The guy that played Andy came back to play Andy again mm-hmm. as an adult. And they kind of fuck him over by the end of the movie. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> that's that's clever. Mm-hmm. But uh, you remember when Bride of Chucky came out? Oh, God, yes. Fucking Billy Idol. Yep. Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Oh, Blondie's. Just call me. Yeah. Cool, tight fucking drum solo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We talked about it with Alex not long ago about how that guy complained on tour. He's like, can we just do this song first and get it out of the way? Yeah, really. But, yeah, man, fucking great soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it was fucking fantastic of a movie. I remember sitting in the living room Jennifer watching... Jennifer Tilly? Just, oh, yeah. God damn. I remember sitting in the living room watching that with Mom and Dad. And uh, weekend horror movie thing used to be the thing at the house. Mm-hmm. And it would be me, Mom and Dad, Charlie, and Lindsay. Sometimes Brandon. But I remember this one was just me, and Mom, and Dad, and Charlie. And we were all sitting around. And Bride of Chucky had just come out. Mom had the screener from T-Town and we were watching it. And you see Jennifer Tilly come walking up, looking like she looks. And at the exact same time, me and my dad both go, Who is that? And mom looks at me, and dad goes, I... He proceeded to say things he wanted to do, and my response was, I want to be her. (laughs) You can do what you want, but I want to be her. (laughs) I like that uh, that, uh, Marilyn Manson wannabe guy she was with, Mm -hmm. and she just tears that motherfucker apart. Like, Chucky just fucks Mm -hmm. him up. And I'm like, God damn, that's a fucking awesome movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. John Ritter's in that movie. He gets killed with nails in an airbag. Mm -hmm. The the death scenes in that are fucking rough. The the whole uh, pregnant puppet thing was fucking hilarious by the end so of it messed up yeah uh katherine heichel's in that she's mm-hmm. a, she's a teenage girl yep she, she ruins everything she touches <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah uh what are the other ones uh other than chucky is like the the one for halloween season is halloween mm. those are awesome movies they are they are not any other movie are you going to see coolio fight a fight mike myers yeah like, with karate mm-hmm with a dead Tyra Banks yes. in the background. <laughs> and we have to, of course, since it is that time of year, we have to pay homage to the queen herself. Oh, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> I liked her better. Like, uh, it's kind of hard because she's in so many movies, like mm-hmm. especially horror movies. Like, mm-hmm. uh, What is it? Uh, she's in Prom Night. Terror Train. Terror Train with that uh, <laughs> fucking Groucho Marx mask guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Halloween... Or she just fucking fights her brother the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new Halloween movies that have come out recently, you know, kind of pretend everything after two never happened. Mm-hmm. So you got Halloween Kills, which was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back for that. Um, her daughter and granddaughter and stuff like that. That's the last one I've seen. Halloween End came out recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't watched it. Um, he apparently, he survives jamie lee curtis and now, no. now, you're, now you're just kind of just rooting for michael myers now it's like just kick this old woman's ass <laughs> but jamie lee curtis will still be the fucking best in the um trading places 
as a yeah, hooker. Yeah, we all know why. As a hooker. No, it's because Dan Aykroyd is like in love with her. <laughs> and he, he has some choice words to say about Eddie Murphy when he wakes up in a hooker's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Jamie Lee Curtis, man, she, she's always nailed it in fucking horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom, the original Psycho Scream oh, yeah. Queen, um, and other fantastic set back when horror was a little bit harder to do, harder mm-hmm. to get away with. You still had like the man code, the man act and everything, trying to dictate what you could and couldn't do and shit like that mm-hmm. uh, but going back to just the 80s the golden age of horror <laughs> Return of the Living Dead <sighs> great fucking soundtrack it's metal as shit mm-hmm. fucking the song Party Time this is such a good it's, just song, it's actually a, a song about a child murder like that whole song it's Party Time that whole song is about a fucking child that was murdered oh my god it's called The Song of Sabine that's what it was called and like they're like, no, nah, let's just change the title to the chorus. <clears throat> Party, dun, dun. Oh and I just gosh. like I love uh, I love movies like that mm-hmm. back in the day where you're just like, hey, look, it's a gang. It's very multicultural <laughs> for a gang of the eighties. Yeah, they're also colorful. There's a lot of colors. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of white guy, black guy, black girl, white girl, Asian gangs. No, I meant more like pink hair. Oh no, no, I meant I meant a race because oh. that's bullshit. <laughs> that, that, that is like the, the it's like the gang in uh, Death Wish. Yeah, I like, like this. You guys are all in the same gang because that guy looks like a white supremacist and this guy looks like a Black Panther. You guys don't look like you can get along at all, <laughs> other than probably selling heroin or something. Yeah, yeah. I always it it never worked for me because I'm like, what gang wears like hot pink hair? The Warriors. <laughs> You're going to hate me. I've still not watched that movie. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it one day before I die, I promise. It's fun. It's great. Uh, what are some other horror franchises you could think of that you kind of missed over? There's so many. I know you're trying to stay in the 80s, but we cannot. I cannot be on a horror podcast and not pay homage to my mother's favorite horror movie. Yeah. Scream. It's solid. It's a solid series. Scream 1, 2, and 3. Oh, yeah fucking fantastic and i like i think how scream kind of opened the door on late 90s mm-hmm. with the new horror movies and stuff scream the first one's fucking great oh that's my that's my favorite of the franchises the fucking jamie kennedy just losing his goddamn mind jamie kennedy is me yeah. in every movie and jamie kennedy is me in scream because that is me i have had those conversations with people in stores before like yeah. when i when when i got older and i used to go to t-town with mom mom would come get me and be like hey so-and-so wants to know about the horror movies. I'm like, okay, come here. <laughs> so this has this and this has that. If you don't like this, this has that. And yeah, the horror section was my section. Mm-hmm. I, just, I think it was because the artwork was so good. Oh, God, yes. Like Some of the fucking like, um, electrocutioner mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, a lot of the Nightmare on Elm Streets had really good artwork mm-hmm. uh, before they went to like Leprechaun had some really neat ones. God, I, love I don't Leprechaun. think Leprechaun's a horror movie. I think it's a comedy. It is. Because um, Jennifer Anderson still has a real nose. Uh, another one that was kind of my favorite, and it doesn't age well, is Critters. <laughs> Critters was a good like sci-fi monster movie. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is in the third one. Mm-hmm. He should have got an Oscar. <laughs> I I think it's funny. Everybody forgets that, or at least everybody I know forgets that like Gremlins is a horror movie. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, because um, he, he what happened was he released it around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and it's such like. There's kind of an air about it in the beginning, kind of, kind of like the Goonies or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird little wholesomeness about it. Mm-hmm. And everything's 
kind of going awry because it's like slapstick comedy until Phoebe Cates talks about her dad burning alive in a chimney. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot what the kind of movie this was. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, this ain't for kids. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, the cute little fluffy gizmo. He's so cute. Oh, yeah, the little mugwai. Yeah. yeah. So he turns into a fucking demon. Yeah. He shits out like, demons. Oh, God. <laughs> he shits out demons. Yeah, literally. The second one, they're in a mall. Or no, they're in a skyscraper. Yeah. Skyscraper, they just fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, he's still with Phoebe Cates. Good for him. <laughs> she still got it. <laughs> that was always what I liked about Scream was, because that was always my argument. And, and I know this is going to be your favorite thing that I say, but the <clears throat> feminist in me yeah. always did love the fact that every time we would watch these old school horror movies, it's like, to quote Sydney from Scream, it's always about this stupid big-breasted girl who's running up the stairs but she should be going out the front door it's insulting. And then you have Scream where that doesn't happen. And Wes Craven manages to turn the whole entire franchise on its head and he still makes a hell of a movie. Mm. But you've still got these characters who you're rooting for th- the whole way through and you get all the twists at the end and everything else too and that happens in all the movies at least the ones I've seen I think, I think what would make Scream neat was about the Gainesville murders mm-hmm. you know that's where he was pulling from mm-hmm. and Wes Craven was kind of hit or miss mm-hmm. in, at, around that time yeah um, he had made another one another horror movie I went in theaters and saw uh, fuck I can't remember what it was called it was probably 2010 uh, 2011 um about some kids in high school or something and one guy just fucking murders all of them but like i'm just like it was unbelievable like to an extent like, mm-hmm. like, you were telling me this kid could plan that far ahead mm-hmm. even on the back end um but around that time that was just nothing but fucking remakes at that time yeah you know we got i remember when they remade texas chainsaw with jessica bill and all of them yeah and uh that scene when they pick up the hitchhiker <laughs> And old girl, she's like, don't take me back, don't take me back. And she pulls that fucking gun out of nowhere. <laughs> and boom, gone, back glass gone. And these guys are going to go to see Skinner. Mm-hmm. No. I, I was not a fan of that remake. I was not. Now, however. I like I like, I like like the viciousness of it. I think I think it really plays off a lot better. Uh, the house is fucking scary. Oh, yeah, the house is scarier. I will go there. Yeah. My, my whole problem with, I'm... I'm very true to form with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I have watched so many times the behind the scenes of how they made the mm-hmm. thing and how they made it on a shoestring budget and that's why it looks like it does because well, 90% of what they used was real. Well, like, even the guy that got to play fucking Leatherface mm-hmm. is an athlete. Mm-hmm. And I do like the fact that these people hated each other on set. Yeah. Especially the girl and the wheelchair guy. Because mm-hmm. they fucking hate each other. He, she yep. just dips him in the fucking woods. He's like, fuck you, bitch. And if I can yep. zip. <laughs> yup. And she couldn't run fast enough. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I, I could imagine, like, that's real terror in her mm-hmm. face by the end of that. She's like, oh my God, I outrun that motherfucker. <laughs> yep. It's like, dude, he, he's six foot five and runs a 440. Yeah, you need to run, bitch. Yeah, really. <laughs> you need to be a track star. Yep. But that was one of the things where I remember when they did the remake with uh, Jessica Biel, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a dumpster fire. And I watched it because I made myself watch it, and I'm like, okay, I see where they're going, but I'm not a fan. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning happened. I'm not going to Vietnam. You're goddamn right you're not going to Vietnam. You're going to Texas. I mean, can can we for a moment talk about Matt Boomer? Because <laughs> to get in Arlie Army's face. I got your name. I got your ass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To get in his face. 
That's what, when I watched that movie. I was just like, can you imagine if they had drafted Thomas Hewitt? Vietnam would have lasted like three days. Yep. Hey, what's that in the woods? <laughs> that's the end. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's devil, the end of the war. That's the devil himself. Yes. That's they didn't the even give him war. a gun. He just they showed would, up. Yeah, they wouldn't have to. Cut, killing pigs, <laughs> showing mm-hmm. up wearing faces. Yeah. But he would have to wear like multiple faces because as, as big as he is, so he mm-hmm. has to wear like faces of two people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They'd yeah. not be over. Oh yeah. I, I think a knockdown drag out between him and Jason would have been the shit. But the well, only problem with Jason is he's he he's unkillable. Yeah. That's why I like the uh, argument that uh, who 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 would be better in a fight, Mike Myers or Jason? Those two immortal beings going after each other because mm-hmm. Jason would fight Mike Myers because Mike Myers kills children. Yes. Jason don't play that game. Yeah. He would never kill a child unless it's Corey Feldman. <laughs> Because that motherfucker grew up and learned karate. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He learned it uh, or in an orphanage. No, uh, on Lost Boys. Yeah. He fought vampires on Lost Boys. Oh, that's a movie. I love that movie. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> yeah, that's that, I put that one right up there with like Fright Night as far as Ooh, the campy vampire that's thing. That, that's another movie that had a great remake. Yes. With David Tennant. I just love David Tennant. And oh boy, and it's like the song was cool. You know, Anton Yelchin was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imogen Potts was the hot girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, she's a fucking scream queen too because she's in a lot of horror movies and seeing her turn into a vampire, I'm just like, dude, you, you should fuck her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should hit that. You should get that. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, every other girl's in the... Uh, you know what? David Tennant's like a magic magician. <laughs> yeah. David Tennant's the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And everybody, all the other girls are sitting in the uh, movie theater going, I'm kind of scared of Colin Farrell, but I'm kind of not. Colin so that's Farrell was so thing. like... He was like very uh, bro yes. in the beginning. He was like, hey, man. How, like He was one of those uplifting friends. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you look great. Nice fucking dockers, man. Because he's talking about his shoes. And mm-hmm. it's just like... I want to hate him. Like, I can't, yeah. though, because he's just like, yeah, man, be yourself. Hell yeah. yeah. And it's just like very positive vibes for a guy who eats children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teenagers and shit. And they put a great place to do it in Henderson fucking Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which is like a nowhere spot. Mm-hmm. Because in Friday Night the original, they're in a neighborhood that's affluent and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. not here, nah. We're in the middle of fucking desert road. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I always thought was interesting. I'm I'm big on the vampire thing, as you know. What did you think of uh, them announcing Clyde Barker's or not Clyde Barker, but Anne Rice's interview with a vampire? That's actually what I was getting ready to talk about. <laughs> Charlie and I are very particular about Anne Rice. What I love, if you've watched the original interview with the vampire, I remember the first time I watched it. I had not read the books. I watched the movie, and I'm like, they're friends asterisk they're friends you read the book they're not friends they're friends they're historical friends yes they're historical friends and then i read through the whole vampire series because you get interview with a vampire and you have like your hardcore a-list antonio banderas brad pitt tom cruise all of them in their heyday and it's a wonderful movie. They did it very well for the book being what it is. Everybody did a good job, I thought, for the time period. Then you get Queen of the Damned. Yeah. And I will forever believe, and no one can take this from me, 
if you disagree with me, you're wrong. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. Stuart Townsend was the best Anne Rice vampire I have seen in a horror movie yeah. so far. So far. I will say so far, because I have not seen the TV show thing, but I want to, and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but you can't have somebody like Aaliyah play Akasha, Queen of the Damned, and top that. You're not going to beat that. I mean, yeah, you could throw somebody in there now, but at that time, that was the peak of her career. And that opened a whole door for where she could have been an actress and all this other stuff. You're not going to beat that. But when I watched the trailer for Mm -hmm. this, my jaw was on the floor. And I'm like, oh, they're finally going to do it justice. We're finally going to get to see them actually do this justice. And I am so excited. I am, like, nerd excited. (laughs) Yeah. I, I was excited. I, I, I thought that was really cool that they're going to bring that back, mm-hmm. you know, and just do a whole mini series for it, which is probably what it deserved more than a movie. I agree. Um, and because you kind of flesh out more characters mm-hmm. going into it, you can probably do extenuations, spinoffs, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Kind of like your Stranger Things could do a spinoff if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to this day, my favorite vampires are going to be Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> you can't tell me those motherfuckers ain't the most badass goddamn bloodsuckers out there. I don't know. If I had to pick my favorite cheesy vampire movie, I would have to pick John Carpenter's Vampires. With James Woods? Yes. Oh, that's fun. Because oh, I love that. That's fun. That's like watching the Punisher fight vampires. It is. But uh, uh, fucking Dust Till Dawn is two movies. It is. One. It's like Full Metal Jacket. There's two movies. Yep, it is. But George Clooney, <laughs> fuck, like, I give it to the motherfucker just 86 in. Like, 86 and Vampires with Juliette Lewis, fucking Harvey Gottel, who plays a preacher who's just last man standing. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek, the queen herself. And he could dude, cod his way into sucking her toes. Because like, <laughs> he's a feet man. But even even uh, even Quentin Tarantino being in it and being mm-hmm. a crazy person is fucking fantastic. The Netflix oh, yeah. series was cool mm-hmm. because it was kind of like intersecting the stories it was mm-hmm. cool hey why is this preacher with his kids well he lost his faith you know? yeah oh why is he got his kids his wife died hey mm-hmm. why are these guys bebopping through the fucking desert oh no they're fucking straight up criminals like they're, they're yeah. fucking <laughs> monsters of human beings mm-hmm. but as soon as you see danny trejo behind the bar look at these two motherfuckers walk in he knew what was up yeah he's like nah bro this ain't this is a place ain't for you mm-hmm. because those motherfuckers <laughs> knew that if they tried to fight these guys they're gonna lose a lot of people because mm-hmm. these guys are straight up killers yeah the vampires are vampires, and instinct's going to kick in. But they they never faced killers before. Yeah. And I like that Tom Savini's in it with his mm. dick gun. <laughs> you got to love Tom Savini in everything. And, and it's just like, it's fucking, him as a vampire was fucking mm-hmm. cool as shit. And I don't even consider it a fucking horror movie. It's an action movie that just it happens is. to have vampires it in it. It is. It's an action movie with vampires in it. And just like, just like vampires. Yeah. Uh, but you bitched to John Carpenter. John Carpenter's got some of the best fucking horror movies out there. The oh, yes. Thing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I love that movie. Oh, my God. I wanted to go to Antarctica so fucking badly. <laughs> I, that was that movie where I'm like... I remember that was one of the first movies where I got to actually... I was old enough when we watched it that I actually got to sit down and have like a semi-intelligent conversation with Dad about a horror movie, which was just hilarious to me. Doom, doom. Yep. And I'm like... Doom, doom. Dad's like, if you were any of them, who do you think you would be? Because... Again, each character is a certain thing. Like one of them's the panic that's not. Oh my God! What are we gonna do? I don't. Everything's on fire. I don't. Everyone, know. Everyone's kind of losing their shit except for Kurt Russell yeah. and Keith David. <laughs> yeah. And Keith David's like, "Be cool, cracker." Yeah. <laughs> like he's that guy. Yeah. And 
Kurt Russell is what I imagine my dad would be like in the situation. Yeah. Just relaxed, calm, very chill. Like, okay, Kurt Russell, here's Kurt what Russell, we're going to do. Kurt Russell's really cool, especially when he's just like losing his shit. <laughs> and I posted it during COVID. Uh, it was Kurt <laughs> Russell sitting at his desk. He's like, yes. it's just us now. Everybody's really, everybody's really mad at you, and nobody trusts each other now. No one trusts anyone anymore. <laughs> yep. And he's just having a drink, playing chess on the computer. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, that'd be me. That'd be me, just fucking yep. losing my shit. Yep. Everyone be cool, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> be cool. Uh, and like, what's really cool, I think, is uh, the horror movies, especially American horror movies, are like a touchstone a little bit, mm-hmm. and just just for us mm-hmm. since we were kids. Yeah. Um, but I think because I focused a lot of attention on those i was able to kind of branch out and see the other side of horror mm-hmm. uh on like um stuff like suspiria mm-hmm. or demons which are made in italy mm-hmm. made overseas and some of the overseas horror movies were pretty good mm-hmm. um juan or like the ring and stuff like yeah. that those were always fun movies pan's labyrinth was good pan's labyrinth was set in spain mm-hmm. during nazi occupation uh, nazi occupation i think yep um and I, even that one, I don't consider a horror movie. I don't either, even I though consider it's... consider a, a fantasy thriller. Yeah, even though it's technically in the genre, I don't consider it mm. either. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of new horror movies that are actually kind of... That are thrillers. Because it's hard to pin horror sometimes. Mm. Yeah. You get a movie like Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Is that horror? Nah. Mm. So for some people, it fucking is. Oh, yeah. My buddy Cap hates that goddamn shit. <laughs> Somebody's gonna mind fuck you, Nietzsche. <laughs> He's a smart dommer. Yes, the but, scary uh, kind. Yeah, um, I think. Um, I think what would be kind of kind of dismissive is like when we talk about remakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they get a lot of credit yeah. anymore. Um, I agree. There's a, there's some movies that get remade and it's just like oh it's just schlock. It's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remade it. All you did was change the ethnicity, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You didn't give me a deeper dive into like this character or what's going on. Yeah, like I liked the remake of Friday Thirteenth because it was a guy looking for his sister. Mm-hmm. That that's not a tale that's been told in Friday Thirteenth history. Yeah, it was always either the Tommy trilogy or they decide to go to Manhattan <laughs> or <laughs> in space, motherfucker. Which yeah. Hellraiser did before. Yep. That was cool. Oh God, <laughs> Hellraiser! But uh, no, like, I would like if you was to give me a version of Sleepaway Camp again, <laughs> without that, you know, trans plot line. Yeah, give me another tale. Give me another story. Give me something. You know, maybe it's like if I was to redo Sleepaway Camp, maybe it's a camp that's closing down because kids don't go to fucking camp anymore. Yeah. What's What's going on? Hey, hey, I gotta get. I gotta, you know. Scared up a little bit. Maybe I could mm-hmm. do like a like a Halloween theme or something like that, mm-hmm. or do like a fake death, kind of like the summer of '84 type shit. Mm-hmm. You know? like, yeah. Let's just let's just make it scary. Yeah. And, uh, but some of these new horror movies have actually been really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that is fucking stupid as shit is *Malignant*. <laughs> uh, <laughs> *Malignant* came out of fucking nowhere, and I watched that movie. And I'm just like, does she know fucking karate? Like. Like it's it's so weird to watch that movie mm-hmm. and see the like all these other actors that are in that movie, but like you got movies like Pearl that just came out. Mm-hmm. You got movies like Barbarian, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of the tale of, hey, you remember the stuff we talk, told us kids? Don't get in a car with strangers. Don't go to a stranger's house. Blah blah blah. And now we have Airbnb and we have fucking Uber. <laughs> hmm. Let's go back and find out why that was scary. Yeah. Because it fucking was. Yeah. 
uh, it's like I watched a, a newer horror movie by Ari Aster. It was X from A twenty one, and it was fun. Like it's a good solid. I didn't go to theaters and see it, but mm-hmm. uh, I finally watched it. It was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the ones Hereditary. Hereditary was difficult for me because I spent. It was one of those things where I'm like, I went into it with. I I heard too many people tell me how good it was, mm-hmm. and I went in with extremely high hopes. See, I never go with high hopes on any movie. Well, I I do it, especially mm-hmm. if I've heard good things. I will go in with high hopes, and I went in with high hopes. And the first like ten minutes, I'm like, oh my god, I am gonna. I'm so glad I did not go to the movie theater, pay money to go see this movie. It's a, it's a slow burn. But when it takes off... With well, a decap a kid? With a kill a kid? No, past that. Oh, with the... Z- z- you yeah. know, the desk. The desk uh, was what had me, because yeah. I'm, I teach school, so how many kids have I seen not off at a desk? And, and then you you're like... they're possessed by Satan? No, and then you just sit there and you're like, I know how hard a school desk is. <laughs> Do you know how hard you have to hit yourself <laughs> to hurt yourself like that on a school desk? It's hard. You're just bashing his fucking brains in. Yeah. And then... I like how he just nonchalantly decapitates his sister. Yeah. And just drives home. Yeah. That was... Yeah. That was one of those moments where, even in my 20s to 30s, mom stopped the movie and looked at me and said, if you ever do something like that, <laughs> I will have your ass. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and you got some really good ones like A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. uh, Get Out. Uh, Get Out was amazing. Nope, which was fun. Uh, Us was a little bit harder to watch, but I think because he tied it into like American, you know, consumerism, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like you have other movies that kind of like your Dawn of the Dead, your Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. your stuff like that, your George Romero's, and then you had you know Return of the Living Dead, which is kind of more comedic. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And Return of the Living Dead Part Three. <laughs> Part three was badass. That was metal as shit. Mm-hmm. But what's hard to find is part two. Yeah. Part two is hard to find because it's the same same actors. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking people that are in that movie playing different people. And it's just like so hard to watch. Yeah. Because you can tell they tried to produce two movies at the same time. And people are like, no, nah, change this, change this. And they're like, mm-hmm. we actually have enough footage to make two movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's actually a hard one to find. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scream series is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched that television show. I heard it was pretty good. I have not watched it. I've heard it was good, too. Um one of the things that I'm interested that's coming up, uh, I like that the last couple years they have redone some of my quality staple horror movies from my childhood, hmm. like they redid Pet Cemetery. And I remember when I heard they were going to redo Pet Cemetery, I got on Facebook and I reposted the trailer, and I said, "Y'all better bring your A game." Well, how did you like in your in your opinion? How did how do you think they did? I think they did really well. I really do. Because it stuck with the original enough. They tweaked it in a couple places where I wasn't really a fan my, of it. My but, favorite thing about that was John Lithgow. Oh, yes. Because that would be a hard guy to replace. Yeah. Old boy from the Munsters. Oh, yeah. Hello now. Yeah. You can't go there. Yeah, Fred Gwynn. Yeah, I yeah. was actually hoping that uh, Stephen King would do it. Yeah. And just be him because he'd be perfect yeah. with it. But... That was one of the things that I remember about that movie being the original movie was so uh, particular in mm-hmm. my horror movie childhood. And How did you get, think they did Zelda with her coming down that fucking laundry chute? I actually <laughs> liked it enough because I could. that didn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. 
it did not bother me as much as the original Zelda. The original Zelda still bothers me. But then I heard, I'm like, they're going to redo it. So me and you, all right, so me and you went to the theaters <laughs> and saw the first one. Yes. And the op- opener. Oh. Georgie getting his arm ripped off. Crawling away, crying, crawling, blood. In, the ra- oh. in a trail of blood going into the fucking, you know, the, the, the ground. I'm just like. I was. That was it. Yeah. About oh, solid. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Bravo. The rest of this could be shit, but yep. <laughs> yes. Bravo. Absolutely. Bravo. And it, and it was a fun movie. A lot of yeah. people don't pan it, especially because of the second one. But me and you were sitting at your house and we were talking about the second one. And I said, "They're going to do the scene. They're going to kill a gay guy, mm-hmm. which happens in the book. Yes, it does. In a brutal fashion. Yes, it is extremely brutal. And you looked at me and like, no. <laughs> I'm just like. Oh, they're going to fucking do it. They're not going to do the child fuck scene at the end. But like, they're going to be doing. Yeah. They're going to kill the kid. Yeah, pick to, your battles. Yeah, pick, <laughs> pick the amount of cocaine you're going to do when you write a book. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but no, that, that is so much so visceral to watch. Yeah. In the beginning of the big, both part one and part two, the beginnings are just so rough. Yeah. And I think it sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And I think they did really good. A lot of people pan the ending because. I think it's just kind of a kind of a cheesy ending almost. Mm-hmm. But the horrors they go through. Oh yeah. The gauntlet of fucked up shit mm-hmm. is fantastic. One of the things that I always like that I liked about the new one is I remember I liked the Tim Curry one because it's Tim Curry. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. You you don't you don't do better than Tim Curry. And I remember I liked it because he had that Freddy thing about him. Because it was cheesy and goofy and he, is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it and all that kind of stuff. And then you get this one and it's like, oh, nah, we're not going there. We're not funny. Yeah, we're going. We're the, mean. We're going the real way. And I'm thinking, how are they going to take that goofy, funny Tim Curry movie and actually make it a horror movie and mm. By God, (laughs) kudos because they pulled it off. And you know, yeah, I've read I've read the book twice and listened to the audio book by Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Stephen King doing the doing the audio, by the way, Mm. and doing the voices. It's 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 wild. I bet it is. Um, because you get to the tail end of that book and it's just like, yeah, I think I probably should be listening to this. (laughs) Like it's like people who don't know, you know, they they all fuck each other. Like yeah. I do like the changes they made, which is fine because mm-hmm. they started in the '80s instead of starting in the '50s. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on with the characters of development. I do like they have they kind of left out the whole uh, bicycle scene mm-hmm. with the wife. Mm-hmm. I do like they left that out because it's such a cheesy fucking scene. Yeah, but uh, a movie me and you went and saw a, another remake, uh, Carrie. God damn. <sighs> I'm just like that was a fun movie to watch. It was. It really it was, was. Uh, like a a lot of people. A lot of people like your dog disagrees. But, <laughs> but I remember us watching that in theaters and that girl flying her fucking face with that windshield. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. I major kudos to. Uh, I'm gonna mess up her name. Chloe Grace Moretz is how you say that. Yeah. Right? Her and. Julianne Moore. Oh yeah. Oh, Julianne Moore. Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, she just and she does the scene. She does the scene perfectly. She's got Carrie's got her back turned. 
Yes. Who the fuck was that? Yeah. That's your crazy ass mama. Mm-hmm. They're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah, they're all gonna fucking laugh at you and kill you. <laughs> I do like uh, like there's a lot of fan theories about the Stephen Stephen King like universe mm-hmm. uh, that her dad is actually Randall Flag. Hmm. He came here and disappeared. He he like seduced her and gave her this demon inside of her and she tries to murder if mm-hmm. you remember like they said that was very visceral in watching that in theaters when yeah. she's giving birth and i'm just like is they gonna try to kill a baby like yeah god damn straight from the resurrection she came mm-hmm. back like if you burn in hell bitch like she's like she's clawed her fucking self doing that whole pain and glory and shit yeah and i'm just like that's a fucking beat down of a murder mm-hmm. you could like i've been watching the original when i was a kid with sissy space i'm like yeah you couldn't kill the mom fast enough that, yeah i know no, and, and I'm just like, God damn! Like the rocks falling from the sky. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> you'd burn in hell, Carrie White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's such a great fucking tone. Yeah, burn in hell, Carrie White. Yes. And this is like, because like in the book, Carrie is kind of a chubby girl with you know, acne and you know, red hair, and just like isn't yeah. liked. And that's what kind of panned like the whole new one was, Chloe Grace Moretz is fucking good looking mm-hmm. and i'm just like yeah most people who are movies are good looking yeah you know you got your weird like forrest whitakers <laughs> <laughs> with this forrest whitaker eye <laughs> yeah but that's forrest whitaker he can get away with that now like uh they're doing another leprechaun movie oh no and if no one's ever seen Leprechaun, please do yourself a favor. Yes, immediately. And Turn this off and go. And watch <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood. Yes, skip skip all of them but that one. That's the best one. It is. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, and some of the new horror movies that have uh, been coming out, um, they look good. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Barbarian looked really good. Pearl looks fantastic. Oh, that reminds me. My children at school, mm-hmm. bless them, have found out I like horror movies. And they said, Miss... We got a movie you got to watch. We got this trailer you got to see. And I'm like, what's it called? And they said, it's called Smile. Yes. We're sitting there watching this trailer. And I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, okay, all right, okay, okay. And then at the perfect moment, I could not have planned it better if I had planned it myself. Teacher down the hall comes to my door and there's this big window in my door. She's just smiling. She knocks on the door. She's got this great big cheesy grin on her face. And all the kids are like, she's not and they get up and they start running in the corner I'm like oh this is amazing so that's actually become a gimmick actually uh, mm-hmm. I've noticed online uh, people taking pictures of people smiling and not flinching at baseball games mm-hmm. and it's just like oh god it's, it, this is the uh, the ring all over again yeah you just call someone while they're watching hey man what are they doing they're watching the ring man let's call them mm-hmm. seven days seven days oh mm-hmm. god this is like oh shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> yeah I remember, I remember those gimmicks. They were fucking fantastic, and you don't get that a lot anymore. And like, smile really, really can do it. I do like some of the new cultish movies that have come out um, by like Ty West, who mm-hmm. does uh, Your Next, uh, House of the Devil, which was done in probably I think it was like 2012, but it looks like it was made in 1972. Mm-hmm. It looks like that movie, mm-hmm. and it's about a cult. And uh, what I know you probably don't like is uh, Midsummer. Oh God. I fucking love Midsommar because I'm just like, you knew what you were getting into. You knew when you were biting yourself in the ass when you're just like, let's go drink mushroom tea with a bunch of Swedes. <laughs> and it's just like, these white motherfuckers are insane. <laughs> they pushed the old man off a rock and killed him with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and you know we watch you know we talk about some of the horror shows we've always liked and uh it's kind of hard for me uh watching a horror show mm-hmm. because i don't see it as horror um a perfect example of this is the exorcist television show mm-hmm. with gina davis there was the big you know the big i'm not going to spoil it because it's still a solid series but they give the big reveal of who's who in the in the show and i'm just like yeah that's great that's great it's fucking mm-hmm. perfect it's a great way to tell the story it's better than exorcist 2 like <laughs> i'm just saying yeah uh but uh, just to me it could have gone further to me mm-hmm. like uh, there's there's a lot of intense scenes oh yeah especially the kids with the headphones on yeah that's a that's a rough scene to watch mm-hmm. but uh I think you could take it further. Like I, I always feel that way when you're doing horror and you're doing it as a television series, and where you're doing it, you can always push the envelope a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from kind of those movies that I don't really say is horror, but more of like revenge fantasy, like Saw mm-hmm. and Hostel. Yeah. Those, those aren't really horror to me, but it's the body horror and how mm-hmm. big they got. I remember someone gave me a gift of all seven movies mm-hmm. as a uh, Secret Santa mm-hmm. thing. I was like, holy shit, I forgot there's seven of these movies. Because I saw the <laughs> seventh one in theaters, 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that was fucking fun. <laughs> That's so. But see, like, just seeing horror movies in theaters is always fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, what would you say was the best horror movie you ever saw in theaters? It's hard. <sighs> I know the funniest one, but... Yeah. And that was just because of you. Because I'm never going to live Crimson Peak down. <laughs> it's a brother or sister fucking. <laughs> I didn't know. All I knew was... So for, for those who don't know, me and Christy... <laughs> Spoiler alert. Me and Christy would go to the movies a lot. And we would pick the movies. Yeah. It was her turn to pick. Yep. And she picked, in all, in all aspects, a great gothic horror movie with Tom Hiddleston, that blonde fuck from Sons of Anarchy. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Uh... That red-headed bitch, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Charlie Hoonan's in it. Uh, what's his name from Supernatural? Bobby. Oh, yeah. He's in it. I forgot he was in there. He gets killed. Oh, of course bath- he does. In a bathroom. Of course he does. <laughs> Solid movie overall, <laughs> but I called it. And I did not. <laughs> I called it. Like, I, I, did, I did that thing where I just call a movie right out, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, the brother and sister are fucking each other. And I turned and looked at you, and no. Yeah. And then, and then I was wrong. You know, three, <laughs> three fingers later. <laughs> oh, sister fisters right there on screen. And I'm like, caught it. I'm like, but the movie was so good until that happened. <laughs> it's still good. Like the effects are great. The whole like, uh, it's a good. It's a, it's not the same story you've heard yeah. four hundred thousand yeah. times. And it's the dead wives yeah. trying to warn her and shit. There's like a fucking fetus in the fucking yeah. red clay and shit. Like it, it's fucking wild. Yeah. And she came out rich at the end, so good for her. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say, if I had to pick best horror movie, honestly, and you're going to think I'm out of my mind, From Hell. From Hell, yeah, with uh, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And who was the redheaded girl? That- Heather Graham. Oof. Got me Lord's <laughs> Mistress right there. Heather Graham herself. Cause she I gets remember- killed. I didn't like the ending. I remember going there and watching this, and I'm like... This is amazing. <laughs> this is historical horror fiction, and I love it. <laughs> I liked it up until old boy's eyes turned black. That kind of was a miss for me. Yeah. 
But granted, Johnny Depp's character is on is on, is on fucking uh, opium the whole yes. fucking time. Yeah, he's just fucking being hipster as hell, and this is like, let me just smoke one more. Yeah, because it's like he gets killed. Like I think in the one one version of the ending, Mm-mm. he overdoses. Yeah, Heather Graham. Yeah, he, well, he dies. Mm-hmm. But Heather Graham gets killed in one ending. Yeah, in one ending, but in the theatrical, at least I think they let her live, mm-hmm. which is kind of a rough thing to watch. You know, sometimes it's like, eh. She got got. Yeah. That was, one of those, that was one of those things when uh, I remember I went to the theaters to see Freddy vs. Jason. And I'm like, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. I was, I loved it and I loved every single solitary part of it except when they smoked and they made the Freddy caterpillar. <laughs> I'm like, okay. The Jay and Silent Bob type thing. Yeah, I'm like, this was an absolutely wonderful idea until you did that <laughs> like you you could have left that out but my favorite thing about it is i remember after i went to the theater six i went with a bunch of my friends in high school and after that my friend shakara came up to me in the hallway and she said i found an interview with the director mm-hmm. and he wants to do a sequel and I said, how are you going to sequel Freddy versus Jason? How are you going to sequel this? And she said, he wants the sequel to be Freddy and Jason are both in hell and Pinhead's there. I said, don't, yeah. don't, don't toy with my emotions like that. Even then, even then, it's just, it, it doesn't kind of fit. Yeah. Because Pinhead's always there because you want something. Mm-hmm. They don't want anything. Yeah. They just are. Mm-hmm. Now, a good, a good one would be them versus Ash. From Ash and the Evil Dead. <laughs> this deadite slaughtering motherfucker man out of time. Yeah, that'd be pretty fucking metal. Yeah. And a lot of people who know me know that I love the remake of Evil Dead. As do I. Saw it twice. Saw it twice in theaters during a matinee because fuck it. That's why. <laughs> they got my money twice. And I got it on Blu-ray. That's only happened to me one time. I have only... I have paid money to see a movie watched the movie left came back paid money again to see the exact same movie again and that was Exorcism of Emily Rose that was a fun movie I loved that movie um that was that was a fun movie the Exorcism movies are kind of hit or miss mm-hmm. um The Haunting in Connecticut was a little weird uh the one with Sissy Spacek was kind of weird yeah that was when it turns out they're just being molested yeah um the Amityville Horror movies as a franchise, I think there's 18. That's 18 too many. Yeah, it's just... And I really don't like the Conjuring movies as much as a lot of people because I don't like the grift mm-hmm. of the true people who are in it. The movies are fantastic. Yeah. But like in the movie The Devil Made Me Do It, mm-hmm. you just advocated a man not to be put to the chair because you said Satan told him to kill them people. What? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? I don't give a fuck if Ronald McDonald told you to murder someone. You're going to the fucking chair. Like, what the fuck? God damn. And it's just, and it's a true story because they got a guy off. They gave him a life. And I'm just like, he killed some people. See, my, my problem with... I love the old horror movies. I do. And I love the old horror movie tropes so much. You know... That the black and white House on Haunted Hill is one of my favorite horror movies. You give me the old tropes and I love that stuff. But 
I am also a big sucker for something that I have not seen 400,000 times. That's why when you got here, I'd be like, Midnight Mass was amazing. And it's vampires. But still, it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like, that could happen. That could happen. I know vampires aren't a thing. But if they were, <laughs> that would work out that way probably. I think the great thing about some of the horror television shows mm. is, especially with like Netflix and stuff and Hulu, they're able to get a lot kind of ramp up because mm-hmm. if we try to talk about the cadence that is black mm-hmm. mass mm-hmm. or midnight mass uh, <laughs> it ramps the fuck up in the last episode oh yeah everything is just exposition up until mm-hmm. that last episode and it is a fucking horror show yes it is um, the reveals throughout the series are fucking fantastic but mm-hmm. it all comes to a head yeah uh, my dumbass accidentally uh, I sat down and watched it got to that last episode and it hit the mouse and it clicked it to the last five minutes <gasps> and I watched that first and I was like oh fuck it okay let's just see what happened <laughs> how'd they get here how'd this happen no how oh, the sun's coming up okay we're good we're good we're good we're good we're good, we're good. That, that's one of my big problems with I loved Hannibal so much the show I was so mad when they did it best be- friends yeah best friends <laughs> I was so mad when they did it because I thought you're not going to beat Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. You're not. And they. what I love is they didn't try. They did a different version of it, but if that show would have gotten picked up by Netflix or HBO or something like that, they could have really gone somewhere and really did good with that, I think. I heard the theory that in the movie Hannibal Rising, mm-hmm. about a young Hannibal Lecter, Oh, what I read we're, the book. What, what, what we're seeing <laughs> mm-hmm. in the Hannibal show is that guy. Yeah. That's not Anthony Hopkins' Hannibal. That's Mads Michelson's Hannibal. And I've turned a lot of people on to it. And I tried to get my dad to watch it. I said, because uh, season two, <laughs> the opener of season two is the best fucking opener. And it's, and it's, and it's Hannibal Lecter doing a knockdown drag out fight with a fucking FBI agent. Yeah. And they're just like, Here's the first five minutes of it, and then it's just like six months earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, much. get fucked, like, you bastards! <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight fight Lord Fishburne. <laughs> that was such a good horror. That's a great horror series. It's not meant to be a horror series. It's meant to be like a thriller almost. Yeah. It's just that's horrific shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got away with a lot for that's NBC regular <laughs> television. I mean, they yeah. got away with a lot. Yeah. And I remember I watched the. Uh, interview with uh brian fuller the guy who did it and he was like he said to be honest with you we'd just do something new every Mm. every week and just see how far we could go before somebody said we couldn't do it anymore Mm. and they went as far as they could now you had turned me on to like when we first met uh you had turned me on to a supernatural which is (laughs) technically a horror show yeah technically uh and we would watch that shit and you would get to one point and you would stop and sometimes you would go like hey this is this is this this is this and I'm just like I don't give a fuck who's that redheaded chick like <laughs> oh she's the devil yes yes she is any other red flags like <laughs> she seems pretty solid looks like somebody sewed her head back on but got a long neck <laughs> oh god got legs that go all the way up you know what I'm saying <sighs> and it's just like and now after a while it stopped being a horror show it became like a slapstick kind of like yeah, pretty don't much. put your dick in that <laughs> <laughs> lesson number one <laughs> I think my favorite one is like it's on a tangent. It's just like the dog that turned into a black lady. 
and I'm just like, and I just love that conversation. He's like, hey, don't be mad. I got something. And it's just like, what did you get? And Jason Ackles at that point had already had the, this voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, what did you get, Sammy? And it's just like, it's a hot black prostitute. <laughs> That's not what I got. Yeah, he leads over, looks like she's stay. <laughs> I know you don't like him, but it's just like you know that in a in a uh, a longer verse of that scene is just like I'm not a racist. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know you don't like these things. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, but no, it, that was always a fun show, and it kind of leads into uh, like we got movies uh, that kind of touched on some of those horror tropes they were talking about because basically Supernatural is Scooby Doo. Yeah, pretty much, but. Uh, <laughs> But, like, we got better, like, original stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, like, when they're doing, like, werewolves and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a new werewolf movie coming out. We got new vampire movies coming out. I, that's one thing I hate is I want a really good fucking werewolf movie on par with, like, The Howling. Easy. Because now. the last, and I, I get a lot of hate for this, the last good werewolf movie I saw was American Werewolf in Paris. <laughs> Hey, people hate that. Hey, people hate that movie. I'm just like, I fucking love it. That movie's fucking hilarious. No, I'm not going to talk trash about that. I'm going to talk trash about the fact that that's the last good horror werewolf movie you've seen. <laughs> There's not a lot of good ones. One. Like Dog Soldiers was fun. <laughs> oh my god. Dog Soldiers was fun. But like, there's not a lot of good like the the Hugo Weaving Wolfman mm-hmm. remake. I didn't like. I thought Cursed was good. Oh yeah, with Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had saw uh, Werewolf Wolf and Bears after that. <laughs> oh, okay. Funny thing at first was the werewolf gives him the finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I would love a good werewolf movie mm-hmm. that, that kind of leaves it hidden until the end. Because there's been a few out. Uh, there was one where um, they're sitting uh, like uh, Saskatoon, Canada, or something, mm-hmm. or British Columbia, and it's a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something attacking people and everybody's like oh my god it's a werewolf and the chair's like dude it's not a fucking werewolf it's a it's a wolf they're like no no it's <laughs> it's just like paranoia strikes the town and it turns into like the last five minutes of the howling mm-hmm. but uh like i would love and fun another fun one like american werewolf in london mm-hmm. where he's just hallucinating the whole time seeing yeah. his dead friend mm-hmm. and it's just like it, did he just have a dream about nazi werewolves <laughs> loading up the place yeah just a funny fucking scene like that Mm -hmm. with the same practical effects yeah like Teen Wolf (laughs) I like I like when they do the cheesy funny stuff sometimes Mm. but I have to be in the mood like if I'm in that kind of mood the first thing I'll do I will go over to that cabinet over there and pull Slither oh yeah I love that because Nathan Fallon is me (laughs) in that movie he's like well, this is turning out to be just a great day. <laughs> it's like, yes. Do you remember uh, there was a, a guy had made a trilogy of movies, and the thing is the first one, uh, and it was Idea Trilogy. John Carpenter did uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. Then he did. Um, uh, it was the one where there Satan is in a capsule and under a church, um, and he gets loose. Um, oh God! And then there was a movie with Sam Neill. Where uh, Edge of uh, Darkness or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, Edge of Darkness. Yeah, so it was like a writer who was writing horror. But these are a trilogy of horror movies, mm-hmm. technically. Mm-hmm. And it was like different aspects of horror. And I remember the one with the Satan in a Bottle one was fucking rough. Like, it was just knocked down, drag out. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker turning loose on one kid after the other. Because they're all fucking college students. Yeah. And uh, it's got that Asian man from Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> He's in it. Uh, but... A horror movie I just watched that 
is a gem was Frighteners. You've never seen Frighteners? No, I've seen it a thousand times. Oh. But I watched it the other day. I was oh, just okay. like, I forgot how fun this movie is. <laughs> it's Jake hilarious. Buse, Jake Busey is in Arlie Army. The only reason I watched it is because I listened to a podcast about Charles Starkweather. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just like, they're killing all these people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the, the hey, did Carol Ann Fugit be part of it? Yeah, she was fucking part of it. She's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Frighteners is such a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got uh, uh, Ian Combs in it. Mm-hmm. The guy who played in a uh, Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another classic horror movie. I have I have to finish that one. I've gone halfway and not finished it. Yeah, the decapitated head eats out a girl. It's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, fantastic! Back when you could do real horror in this country. <laughs> Back when you could do real things. Oh my god! Back in my America. Mm. Back when Turn of the Living Dead was still fucking fantastic. <laughs> It still is. <laughs> three. I remember when three came out. I had that on VHS, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this bitch is fucked up. Like she took oh, a yeah. bunch of glass in the face. Yeah. And she's just all covered in fucking uh, chains and chain, spikes chain and, and stuff. Oh, that's a good, a good way to talk about uh, the zombie franchise and horror mm. is kind of hit or miss. Um, <laughs> the last zombie movie I saw in theaters was um, that had uh, John Leguizamo in it. It was. Um, Land of the Dead, mm-hmm. where the zombies come kind of smart toward yeah. the end. That was the last good one I think I saw. Uh, this is probably going to be a controversial take, but I personally think that we have not seen zombie stuff because of. Uh, oh God. I had it and it totally left me. <sighs> With. Uh, the kid and Last of Us. No, the cop and the show with what's the blonde girl from AMC that you always talk about? Walking Dead. Oh yeah. I think Walking Dead has ruined us for zombies for quite a while mm-hmm. because it's it's like living in a candy store. At first, it's the best thing in the whole entire world, and then after a while, it's like okay, let's let's, let's do something Did else. Did you now. watch that when it came out? Yes. I was in my apartment in Statesville uh, with my, my roommate and his girlfriend, and we had some people over mm-hmm. October 31st of Yay! 2009. That's when that fucking shit came out. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2009. 2009? I think so, yeah. It was October 31st. I knew that. Mm-hmm. We all sat down and watched that shit. And it was just like, because we called the cable company. Yeah, we want cable. And then we got canceled it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works. Because then we're just going to pirate the shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, I remember when Walking Dead first came out. I was in black and white. Uh, no, 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 it was in color. Then they did the black and white later on mm-hmm. of the first episode. And, uh, yeah, that was, they were going to go so different many ways with that. And it kind of, kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited because they're going to do Last of Us into a show with cool. Pedro Pascal and the little girl who played, uh, Lady Mormont in oh, Game cool. of Thrones. She's going to be, uh, <laughs> Ellie. And I'm thinking, oh, that's, that's going to be a heart wrencher. Mm-hmm. Because if they open it up like the games, it's like, <laughs> and that's another like, horror games have been telling better stories lately, mm-hmm. like Dead Space, uh, Last of Us, uh, Last of Us Two, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. It, it really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, these are four hour, four hour, five hour long <laughs> cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, if you add them all up, but yeah, it, I'm really excited for the next the next bound of horror mm-hmm. that's coming out. Um, like I said, a lot of this is viciousness about it. And there's a lot of just straight up killing mm. for the sake of killing. Um, 
but it's always it always adds to it i would love another campy horror movie mm-hmm. though I, w- I would just eat that shit up oh yeah and there's a lot of shit coming around a lot of people who uh try to do that mm-hmm. uh and it's hard to do original ideas because you know every story's already been told yeah and it's just adding something different um uh, but when you get the cool re- when they do remakes right i think i think that's always fun yeah me too and i think what it is a lot of the fandom kind of mm-hmm. ruins it well it depends you you, you get you get your fandom where you're like, no, you're not going to touch it. You're going to leave it alone. It's perfect just the way it is. And then you get your nerds who are like, hmm, if we had the technology hmm. to remake Tremors, <laughs> the first one, <laughs> the right way, what would that be like? <laughs> I would have to disagree with you hard on that one. <laughs> I know. I know. Unless... <laughs> Unless they bring back Reba McIntyre. Oh, you know she's doing a heartbeat. I don't know, man. She didn't do the other ones. <laughs> it's because she didn't have to. <laughs> but no, I just, I, some of the stuff, like the Hellraiser going back into the world we were talking about in the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this one because they haven't really said it who Pinhead is, but mm-hmm. it's a woman. Yeah. And I really want it to be Kirsty Cotton. I think that'd be interesting. That that would be my only acceptable substitution for Doug Bradley. Just her and the Pleasure Squad show up and they're like, yo, what up? You rang? Mm-hmm. And like, even the boxes are different. Have you seen the, if you watch the trailer, the boxes are different. Oh, no. Uh, they, uh, it's still a box, but it changes shape and size. It, it's, oh, cool. it, it, they've, they've really made it more elaborate mm-hmm. than the original, you know, just pick it up and turn it and like, yeah. slam it down. I want one of those so bad. Uh, there's actually, you could uh, get a DVD collection of like, I think it was like the first eight movies and it came in a box a <laughs> box box like mm-hmm. a merchant's box and i thought that was great except the problem was you couldn't play the dvds in america because they were coded differently so hmm. you had to buy a special dvd player <laughs> oh that's messed up yeah uh yeah so that just that goes into our horror franchises uh i would love a new another friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. to kind of continue on where the uh was it uh, padalecki mm-hmm. did i would just love another good friday the 13th movie then so it, another supernatural, a full-length supernatural episode. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what they're it fucking was. fantastic. I'm sorry, that's what it was. <laughs> hell, if you uh, if you remember uh, watching Game of Thrones, hell, there was some horror fucking episodes <sighs> like the uh, the Red uh, Wedding. Oh, no, 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 not like yeah, I'm talking about a horror movie like uh, the White Walkers text. Uh, uh, yeah, the Warden of the North. That was yeah. a, that was some scary shit because he just rises from the dead, mm-hmm. last man standing type shit. It's fucking wild. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people hate hate that shit too. Yeah. Um, what is another franchise you think you would love to see just them to come back with? Just to add one more to the pile. Hmm. I don't know. I think it would be neat to see like this generation's take on some of the the like black and white OG horror movies. Like black the black cat. cat. Yep. I dare say House on Haunted Hill because the the '90s version was cat people. We we do not discuss the '90s version in this house. <laughs> I would love a remake of uh, that um, that horror movie, The Haunting. Hmm. That had Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta Jones. They could do it, but they need to leave the house the way it was because the house was the coolest part of the movie. Oh yeah, with the fucking cherubs <laughs> moving and shit. And yeah, I loved the house. The, I, the mm. as much as I love it, uh, Needful Things needs a remake so goddamn bad. No, that needs to be a mini series. 
That needs to be a that needs to be a Netflix HBO miniseries. Mm. If you're gonna do it, do it right. How fun is the movie though? Oh god. It is everything. Just Max von Sydow. <laughs> yes. Just Max von Sydow being everything you ever wanted him to be and so much more. And Ed Harris. Hitting on fucking Bonnie Bedelia. <laughs> <laughs> he did a little more than hit on her, if you recall. Oh yeah, it was a three knuckle shuffle. <laughs> mm. Well, folks, thank you for listening. This is Chris with Christy. Uh, thank you, guys. I hope you guys have a happy Halloween. Remember, put the razor blades in the candy or the kids won't die. <laughs> <laughs>